Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. My name is Tim Harris. It's 10 o'clock. It means it's time for Tim with Tim. Uh, I am just a pastor from South Central Kentucky, and each day, Monday through Friday, we go live on Facebook and YouTube uh, to uh, take us verse by verse through the Word of God. It's just a Bible study time together. Uh, a little community is formed, and we do this together, and I love you guys who join me live. A whole lot of people don't join me live, though. It's hard, I know, to be available at 10 o'clock every single day. So many, many people watch on uh, YouTube or Facebook anytime later that they just live forever, you guys, right there on the page. Uh, you can subscribe or just uh, search and find 10 with Tim. Uh, also, others just listen to the audio podcast on Spotify. You fire team guys are there. I love you guys so much. Uh, so, uh, anyway, you want to join me? If you found me today, uh, God bless you. I'm glad you're with me. Uh, join me, and uh, let's get through the Word of God together. We're in the book of Proverbs right now. We're gonna, not going to finish the book. Uh, we just sort of use Proverbs every now and then uh, in between longer books or or other studies. And so, right now, we're just uh, spending some time in Proverbs chapter four today. Verses 1 to 27. These early chapters of Proverbs don't have the kind of content that we're going to find later in subsequent chapters of Proverbs. At first here, there are these uh, conversations, these instructional periods between the father and the son. And so that's how the, the, the chapters sort of come to us. And there's not a lot of content. In other words, not a lot of specific admonitions uh, pertaining to, you know, wisdom or, or uh, what what adds up to the wise way of living in the world. It's just more, you know, constant, you know, instruction to find wisdom, go get wisdom, you know, gain wisdom, stay on the path of wisdom. Uh, you know what I mean? Just constant encouragement, uh, instruction to be wise and find wisdom, but, but not a lot of other content, which I think is kind of interesting. But chapter four has some good stuff, so let's jump in. Uh, verses one through nine, like I say, are instructions from a, a father to, in this case, the children. It, it's interesting. Uh, in verse one, it's plural, not just my son or my child, but my children. And I, I just think that's kind of, it's, it's unique because usually it's just father to you know singular son or, or my child. Pay attention, learn good judgment on giving you good guidance. Uh, again, like I say, it's, it's not uh, specific content. Just listen to me, remember what I teach you. And again, there is wisdom in simply that. Listen to your parents, listen to those in your life who are wise. Uh, I love how it says, verse three, for I too was once my father's son, tenderly loved as my mother's only child. Um, it's, it's interesting how in this particular proverb, there is that appeal to a, a generational or family tradition. In other words, you know, this is what your grandfather taught me and now I'm teaching you. It, it's that sense that it's handed down. I think it's funny, verse three, for I too was once my father's son, because when you're a kid, it is impossible to imagine your parents as somebody else's son or daughter. You know, I mean, you know it in your head, but to imagine that your father was once a son and he was having to learn like you're having to learn now, you know, uh, I just think that's interesting, interesting way to first of, first of all, just ground the teaching from the father to, to what was handed on. So in other words, man, I didn't make this up. Uh, this isn't anything new. Uh, this is what my father taught me. And, and the implication, of course, is you know how your grandfather lived. You know how his life turned out. And, and, 
and and he's the one who taught me and now I'm teaching you. It's set. You want to stay on this path because obviously this path has served our family well for generations. I think that's kind of kind of beautiful uh, and uh, and truly just just wonderful. Verse four. Uh, my father taught me take my words to heart. I think the Hebrew there literally says um, let let your heart hold on to my words. You know, let your heart hold on to my words. Um, the sense there is that wisdom has to be internalized. If, if you require your father or your mother or your teacher or your pastor or somebody otherwise to be following you around every day, telling you what, what's wise and what's good, I mean, if you require that, then you're never going to be worth a nickel. At some point, that voice of wisdom has to be internalized. It has to be in you so that you no longer require somebody to tell you every minute of the day what to do next. It, it, it's internalized. It makes sense. In other words, like some of you are older, uh, but you still hear your father and mother telling you things that were wise and you carry it with you. you know, it's, it's in you now. And you've probably passed it on likewise to your sons and daughters and your own grandchildren. Uh, it's got to be in you. That, that, that voice has to be, you know, in you. Uh, that's what true discipline does. Uh, I don't need you to stand behind me and threaten me. Uh, I now have internalized that lesson where it's, it's a part of me and now truly it goes with me. So that's what he means when he says, uh, let your heart hold on to my words. Guard my commands. I'm in verse four. Uh, guard my commands is what the Hebrew says there. Guard them. Uh, I don't think that you could say once wise, always wise. I think in my life I've met people that I see them after uh, the passage of time and think, mm, you know, you used to be wise. I used to think you were smarter than that. You know, Solomon himself, who is you know the source of of the wisdom of the Proverbs. Solomon is one I would say had all the wisdom in the world, but then ended like an idiot. You know, because he didn't walk in wisdom. Wisdom has to be guarded. In other words, you have to understand that it can be lost, it can be ignored, and it can otherwise. Uh, uh, be taken from you if you you know give yourself to stupidity or what the proverbs would call folly or f foolishness. So wisdom has to be guarded, and 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 I, and I, again, I just think that's beautiful and and, and really important. Uh, verses five to nine begin to sort of personify wisdom. Again, it's like think about a father talking to his sons, and it's it's like you know wisdom is like a beautiful girl. You know, and you really want to know her. <laughs> and that's really what he's saying here. Uh, love her. She will guard you. You know, she's a good girl. You know, it's that idea that wisdom is this very desirable female and you really want to get intimate with her. Uh, you want to know her. You want to pursue her. You want to fall in love with her. But we're talking about wisdom here. As we've already established and in these first four chapters we've already seen, uh, lady wisdom is all often going to be put up against, you know, the strange woman, the crazy woman, the loose woman, and man, that loose woman smells nice and she looks nice, but she's going to wreck your life. You, you know, you want to, uh, become, uh, intimately and exclusively, uh, attached to lady wisdom. And I just think that's kind of, kind of, uh, kind of cool. Uh, then verses 10 to 19, uh, again, we're back to this two path theology, this two path approach to life where, you know, there's the path of wisdom and then there's every other path you could take. 
And my son, please, you know, listen to what I say. Do as I say, and you'll have a long, good life. I'll teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in straight paths. Uh, stay on the right path, you see. You just got to stay on the right path. Um, I like how uh, verse 14, 15, he doesn't even give any reasons. It's just like, don't do as the wicked do. You know, don't follow the path. You don't even think about it. Don't go that way. I mean, it's just repeated. Just don't, 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 you know. You ever try to teach your child and you're like, why? It's like, well, because I said so. Just don't, you know. And you sort of get that idea in verses 14 and 15. Just don't. Um, as the passage closes, as this chapter closes, if you start paying attention there about verse 20, um, the father, you know, literally goes from head to toe. And it's interesting. And it's lost in a lot of English translations. But in the Hebrew, it literally just starts with ears and eyes and works its way all the way down the, the body and just talking about how you're going to give your whole self to wisdom. So verse 20 uh, listen carefully to my words. The Hebrew says, bow your ear, bow your ear to my words. In verse 21, don't lose sight of them. Uh, 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 again, it has to do with your eyes. Get, get, you know, make sure, you let your, put them before your eyes and then you make them the center of your heart, he says. They bring life to those who find them, healing to your whole body. Verse 23, guard your heart. Guard your heart above all else. Uh, we're not really talking about, you know, the, muscle in the center of my chest that's pumping my blood. Uh, heart, as you know in Scripture, usually it's just referring to your innermost being, that the center of your being, your your core personality, that the person you really are inside your skin, you know, the person God knows you to be. Uh, guard your inner life, you know. And then once more, verse 24, again, we're going through the body. Avoid all perverse talk. Uh, 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 don't have a crooked mouth or devious lips in verse 24. Again, verse 25, look straight ahead, uh, but back to the eyes. Uh, look straight ahead, fix your eyes on what lies before you. M make out a straight path for your feet. You know, so now we're down to your feet. Um, I like that. It, it says, uh, study the path of your feet. Study the tracks of your feet, I think is the Hebrew there. Um, it's just that idea, almost almost like, you know, pay attention to where you're going. Look where you're going. And and not in the sense that you could walk into a wall, but but more in the sense of, in the moral sense, pay attention to the path your feet are walking. Pay attention to where this path leads. And, and I mean, you, you could walk off a cliff if you don't study the track of your feet. You, you know, again, we're talking in, a, in, a, in one sense to young people who haven't yet learned, you know, that that every choice you make is a step down a path. So again, study the tracks of your feet. Pay attention to the direction of your life. Uh, know where this path leads you. Uh, again, that idea that there are two paths and the path of wisdom is the one you want to be on. So verse 27, don't get sidetracked. Don't get sidetracked. Uh, stay on the path of wisdom. Keep your feet from following evil. So that's Proverbs chapter 4. I love that chapter. Tomorrow we'll pick right there, uh, right up there in chapter 5. Uh, it's a short one. Chapter 5, verses 1 to 23, and back to uh, the, the whole idea of uh, immoral women. So there you go. Uh, we'll pick up there tomorrow. I love you guys so much. It is so pretty outside. Please don't stay inside all day. Uh, please get outside and enjoy the world that God has made. Let the sun shine on your face today, the breeze blow, and remind you that you're alive and that you belong to the Lord who gives you his word and loves you.
uh, loves you with his spirit. Uh, God bless you. I love you guys so much. Have a good day. I'll see you in the morning, Lord willing, 10 o'clock for 10 with 10, Proverbs chapter 5, all right? I'll see you then.